Welcome back to the Samani Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ishan Samani. And belated Happy New Year. I know I spent mine the perfect way watching some good old college football playoffs. We had the Alabama Crimson Tide versus Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and then Clemson versus the Ohio State University. Now, let's be honest, I think we all knew that Alabama would be taking care of Notre Dame, but the real shocker was when Ohio State beat Clemson by a big margin. Now, as most of you know, I am an Ohio State student, so I am biased, and I did want Ohio State to win. But going into the game, I was very, very nervous. I thought Clemson was going to beat us by 14 points. The reason I say this is because Ohio State's defense never really got on the right foot. Yes, they've been getting better since the Indiana game, but... Going up against the powerhouse offense like Clemson's, you have Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, and Amari Rogers. You know, I just thought that it would be a lot for Ohio State's defense to keep up with. We all know what Trevor Lawrence can do with the Rock. He has 24 touchdowns with five interceptions this year. He's also completing uh, it at a 69.2%, which is his highest completion rate in his career at Clemson. They also have Amari Rogers, their best receiver in my opinion, having 1,020 yards, 77 receptions, and 7 touchdowns. And finally, to top that off, you have the rushing leader in the history of the ACC, Travis Etienne. He has 914 yards, 14 touchdowns, and he's averaging almost 5.4 yards per carry. Watching this game, it's 14 to 14 in the first quarter, and people are starting to think, oh, this is going to be an absolute shootout. But in that second quarter, you see Ohio State's defense starting to get the hang of it. They're not letting any big plays happening. Amari Rogers is starting to get contained by Seven Banks. The one wide receiver that gave the most problem was when Cornell Powell is starting to toast Sean Wade a little bit. And that too, it's only getting 10 yards. Everything under 20 yards would be a win for Ohio State. And now you're seeing Ohio State's strength. The defensive line getting to Trevor Lawrence over and over and over again. I think that this is part of their defensive line coach, Larry Johnson. He is the best line coach in America. I say this because this year he didn't have Chase Young. He didn't have Bosa brother level talent. Larry Johnson has trained the defensive line to only give up 89.1 rushing yards per game. And the pass rush defense has also improved because watching this game, you see almost four different guys outstarted that outside of that starting lineup that are coming in and also putting a lot of pressure on that offensive line. 
Ohio for this week, Ohio State's starting line was Jonathan Cooper, Tyreek Smith, Haskell Garrett, and Tommy Togiai. Now we're seeing players switch in and out like Javante John Baptiste, Jaron Cage, Antoine Jackson, and Teron Vincent. And when it comes to that fourth quarter, that second half, we see absolute constant pressure on Trevor Lawrence, making him uncomfortable. The Buckeyes forced four fumbles. They recovered that once, and it was just a clinic to getting to the quarterback. Now, most people knew that Ohio State's offense was able to keep up with Clemson's offense only if Justin Fields threw it to his playmakers, getting him that first down, taking the check down, not forcing any throws. And he did that, and they show why. Ohio State's offense is one of the deadliest in the country. Now, looking on to this Alabama-Ohio State game. Again, I am betting against my own team, but I think Alabama is going to edge out Ohio State. In my opinion, I think the only way Ohio State will get this win is if that defensive line gets to Mac Jones. And Alabama's offensive line is, again, one of the best in the country. They're giving up almost only one sack per game. But Mac Jones isn't a dual threat like Trevor Lawrence. So I think if their rush defense, as stout as they have been this entire season, can stop Najee Harris, and they can start getting to Mac Jones slowly but surely throughout the game. And if Justin Fields keeps making those simple throws, the correct reads, I think Ohio State has a beauty of a shot to win the national championship. But it won't be easy because Devontae Smith has absolutely ate up this entire season. I think he will continue to eat because Ohio State's secondary still hasn't found their rhythm yet. And I expect him to have a great game. On the other side of the ball, I think the Chris Olave and Patrick Sertain matchup is going to be a fun one to watch. They, it's the best on best. I think Chris Olave is a Deshaun Jackson type route runner. He is very fluid, very silky smooth, and his speed catches a lot of cornerbacks and secondaries off guard, as you saw with the 60-yard bomb from Justin Fields in the Clemson game. Now, Patrick Sertain in the Notre Dame game was a blanket against their number one wide receiver, Ben Skoranek. Skoranek only had four receptions for 41 yards when he's been averaging almost 15 yards per catch uh, this season for Notre Dame. With that being said, Notre Dame went to another tight end named nicknamed Baby Gronk, their number two option. And I think Garrett Wilson, the number two option for Ohio State and Justin Fields, is going to have one ginormous game. I think he matches up better than the number two cornerback for Alabama. And finally, to top off Ohio State's explosive offense, we have to talk about Trey Sermon. Sermon has been absolutely unstoppable these last two weeks. In the Northwestern game, he set the rushing record for Ohio State's history, beating Eddie George with 331 rushing yards. And now in against Clemson, 
who has a very good defense. He is averaging 6 yards per carry, rushed 31 times for 193 yards, and started Ohio State off on the right foot. I think it's going to be one heck of a game. Both teams have explosive wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks. This game is going to be going into the 30s or 40s. Whoever has that ball last for the game-winning drive, game-winning touchdown, they're going to win that game. It's going to be an exciting one to watch on January 11th, and I cannot wait. Now, switching gears and thinking about the future, there have been reports of the Jacksonville Jaguars looking to hire Urban Meyer. Now, is there a situation in which Trevor Lawrence doesn't go as the number one pick in the 2021 NFL Draft? So, let's just say Urban Meyer does become the next head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. There can be a very strong case made for Justin Fields to become the number one pick in the NFL Draft. I think if you pair the ex-OSU head coach and the current OSU quarterback in Justin Fields, that can be a match made in heaven. But the main problem is, do you want to bet Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence? I think regardless, you are getting a bright young quarterback star in this league. But I will say, I, I'm going to have to give the benefit of the doubt to Trevor Lawrence. Only because I've seen more consistent decision making. And I think sometimes Justin Fields is just trying too much. Sometimes he might just have to take that check down or throw it away and live for another battle. Again, I think both quarterbacks are going to do amazing in this league. And this is if Urban Meyer is hired as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This concludes another episode of Samani Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace.